0: Life might hand you budgets, schedules, family, and responsibility. But driving shouldn't be just another chore.
1: We're here to help you find a car you love. Something that fits your budget and your needs, but is fun to drive and makes you look back. I'm Todd. I'm Paul. And this is the Everyday Driver Car to Be.
0: I caught myself looking at cars online again today, shopping. I,
1: yeah. It's a a daily problem. This is the disease for I I don't know how
0: I work myself there, though. I'm... You know, check an email, then you log Mm -hmm. into your bank account, check your bank account balance, and you cry, and then you log out, and then you go look at some news, and you (laughs) cry some more, and then think, oh, what's my happy place? And you go look at cars, and you think, oh... Well, that's a car that I haven't considered before, and you go shopping for that, and then yeah. you're off the deep end, and then you've wasted two hours. Yeah,
1: exactly. That was me today. You know what happened to me today in the similar vein is <laughs> I was I was going through. We get a ton of correspondence, which is great. Thank you guys for writing it. Yeah, write in either through the website or Everyday Driver TV at Gmail. We get a lot of emails that are not necessarily intended to be car debates. They're just people ask a quick question or Hey, I'm doing oh, yeah, this. All kinds or of whatever. Stuff. Hey, which is did you awesome. know about this guys or whatever? But it's it one of those things where I've had to regulate myself and only and only jump on like a few times a week when I've got a block of time to deal with correspondence. Otherwise mm-hmm. I'll lose two hours doing that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I jumped on today and there were a couple of things that I, I covered and one was a guy, I forget his name off the top of my head now, but I, I responded to him real quick because he had like a two two sentence question. Okay. Of really, really short commute, like three to five minute commute, okay? Wants to buy an electric car, wants to spend ten to fifteen mm. grand. What's interesting?
0: I saw him on here on yeah. the
1: email. And I I thought I had his instant sniper shot, and I just thought it was like a two sentence email, and I thought, you know what, I can take a minute right now and I can look up and see if I'm right. I was right. I threes. He wanted interesting to drive and, and all-electric and that price, I threes all day long. 15 grand, you have your choice on that car.: 15, 15.
0: I thought they were under 20, but
1: 15 now. If, if you buy the first year. And his, and his commute's and why nothing. Not? His commute's nothing. It, it's literally like five miles. It was like if you're really wanting an interesting electric car, and you're driving that little, yeah. I three, fifteen done. grand. So we we had that conversation briefly Sweet. today. But that got me looking up I threes, and then of course I had the insane thought of, <laughs> do I need an I three? <laughs> I don't kill you a lot. No, you I? didn't. No, I, you, no, no, it's terrible. It's terrible. But <laughs> but but seriously, again, like I said the other night, last time we did a podcast, uh, the the i3 was like forty five plus new, and there it is, at almost a quarter of its original value. And and if, and if it works for your life, why not? Well, anyway, yeah, this, but this 30, is the, that's the black hole that I was in today, randomly looking at i3s. So then I cleansed my palate in BMW by looking at 1Ms. Oh, discovered good. Discovered I still can't afford them, but they are hanging out right around the 45 to 50 grand range.
0: I saw another one for sale and bring a trailer and went, oh, there's one. And, you know, of course it's an auction.
1: Yikes. Well, what's the place that you like in Ohio? Oh, enthusiastauto.com. See, this is what I found when I looked them up. Plug a palooza for those guys. But this is what I found when I looked them up is I found tons of really nice 1Ms people were selling between 45 and 50. And then on the list, every one of the ones from Enthusiast Auto was over 60 grand.
0: Yeah. And they're really nice, but they're they are. for the collectors who can throw down for something like that. Yeah. And so, anyway, I, you just, and I,
1: of course, yeah. spent a good section of our day today. We should have been doing other things, randomly looking for cars we aren't buying, but this is what we do. But we also are looking for you guys. Thank you. Yeah. We've got exactly. two car debates tonight, of course. That gets us researching for legitimate reasons, even though it's all fun Uh, so we've got those two coming up as well ties in well we all always love it when you guys write to us about the particular episode
0: in which we talk to you about particular cars we've started to get more of these have you noticed lately Mm -hmm. and we had an email just recently from tacy f Mm -hmm. from episode 146 who wrote to us
1: It also helps that all the episodes are numbered now we can all find them easier yes that's
0: helpful for us to go back and reference that so you can reference which episode that was she wrote to us and said, she and her husband, Teddy, mm-hmm. and our Cayman GTS are looking forward to meeting you, both of you, at Laguna Seca Track Day next month. Very cool. I'm glad. They also sent pictures. She sent photos. I noticed. Of I a noticed. garage that has now made me inflamed with jealousy. Because of they got the Cayman GTS. She uh-huh. said, we finally They've purchased this car this weekend over the last year. We had a few life changes that made us heavily debate the pros and cons of getting a third car versus upgrade our second car.
1: Mm-hmm thirdcarproblems.com Well but this was the this was the whole debate the debate was that she had a focus and he had the GTS and they uh-huh. were owning a third car and it was third car for Porsche family was the whole discussion so now they've done it which is great Well she's commuting every day in bay area traffic instead of taking the train mm-hmm. Teddy is his
0: commute has now shrunk Apparently he might be walking to work soon which is not a bad thing.
1: I either Here's Teddy's life now. I either walk or I drive a Cayman GTS. That's a man that's a man with focus. Hey, I'm this fine. Is, this with is that. good priorities right there. She said
0: they're traveling back and forth between here and SoCal. Due to family issues, which definitely is understandable, but then we decided to trade our focus, increase our budget—music to my
1: ears—for <laughs> a nicer
0: second car option for commuting and road trip duties, and now plan to occasionally rent a fun weekend cars through Turo.
1: That's what fun we there do too. as yeah. well.
0: And now they're proud owners of a 2015 Macan S, and with the photos yes. of both rear ends of the car parked in the garage. All I have to say is you got to get Porsche artwork on the walls it's, now. Stop. Paint the garage floor. I think stop. it was already it's, painted.
1: It's the all-recent Porsche garage. Oh, yes, man. it is. So, of course, you, you couldn't be it's happier. So tasty. But, tacy thank you for writing in, and we appreciate the follow-up. We're, we're excited to meet you guys. That'll be really cool. And, again, that track event is both track and a drive on Pacific Coast Highway. That is the That's 17th right. and 18th of November. It's coming up. It's an a la carte trip, so do as much or as little as you want. We'd love to see you. <laughs> Sample the track buffet. No, but I, I, I suppose. But you do have to bring your own car, your own helmet. Etc. So that is going on. If you wanted yes. to sign up for the track part, you can get there through our website, but you're actually going to the guys at ncracing.com. It is their track Dot event. .org, that we actually. Is it's it
0: ncracing.org. So look the- at events there, and you can see they've got a stoplight system of Hey, are things still available? Is the driving school available? Mm-hmm. Actually, as of now, the driving school has a yellow light, which means 70% full mm-hmm. at this point. Everything else is still green. You can sign up for different cl- uh, class categories, mm-hmm. so different run groups there. And then more information about the whole event on everydaydriver.com slash adventures. And
1: from our from our link, you can get to the racing sign-up link yes. very easily. There's a link there. I know it works. I used it. So uh, you can get yes. there that way. We would love to see you guys if you can come to any or all of it. That would be really cool. See there
0: at publicservice.org. Org.
1: Exactly, Exactly. they are public service. You're right. That that all that's that's a public service. All racing opportunities should be a .dot org. That's perfect. Yes, I like it.
0: oh this is great. Well, we've got great debates from two guys who are writing in for their wives, and we love this kind of stuff. We love debating for college students. We love debating for sons and daughters and husbands and wives. Mm -hmm. It's kind of fun when you you're going shopping for somebody else, and even though it's not quite the holidays yet. I love this because it's fun to shop for significant others. You're and envisioning the, the bow, and, aren't you?
1: The big bow on the car.
0: Well, eh, yeah. maybe a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know where to get bows. Do you get bows on Amazon? I, I, like probably. big car bows. I need a big red car bow. Where do you buy those? Walk into your
1: local Michaels and ask them that question and see see where they scramble to.
0: Haven't you guys seen the Lexus commercial? You know yeah, what I'm exactly. talking about? It's the Lexus big, and Mercedes. Bow.
1: They do a big red bow on the top. Come, Come on. on. Don't you guys have those in the back? Sheesh. Probably, there's probably an... Actually, knowing the few times I've been into Michaels, there's probably an aisle of just that. Is there Just a Bed, enormous, Bath, and
0: Beyond? It's all in the Beyond section? of Be-
1: Bed, Bath, and Bows, yeah. Hey! Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Now you're on something. Yeah. I mm. liked it when it was on The Simpsons, and it was called Blood, Bath, and Beyond, and it was a gun store. <laughs> that was my all-time favorite. Even better. That was my favorite.
0: All right, so we've got Xavier. He's in Puerto Rico writing for a reliable car for his wife. He is a tattoo artist.
1: Yes, he is. It's pretty cool. Married, no kids, two dachshunds,
0: long time <laughs> listening to the podcast.
1: The number of people that write in and go, married, no kids, two dogs, is probably, what once people run down the roster, I bet you 25% of the people that write in, married, no kids, still have two dogs in the equation. Have you mm-hmm. noticed this? It's true of both of these tonight. Yeah, this is funny. All right, so he's writing in for
0: his wife because um, <clears throat> she is got a little bit of a commute, She's got a Toyota Rav Four with eighty nine thousand miles, no issues. But they're talking about buying a new SUV. Mm-hmm. And then we've also got Devon, whose wife's SUV has blown its engine. Ten year old <laughs> awesome. Chevy Equinox, it's just awful. Yikes! Tossed its coolant, cracked the head, took out the rest of the motor, and uh, probably the best thing to happen to that Devon. I, um, I'm sorry that happened. That's, yeah. that's not well, fun.
1: But when you describe it as a 2007 vomit brown Chevrolet Equinox, I know this is not a car that's been loved. I know that it, you're, a part of you is just going, well, that's over. Let's move on. But it is still really tough, and it makes for a real discussion about budget and what's next, and that comes up for Devin. So let's start with Xavier. He's in Puerto Rico. And if you're if you're paying attention at all to the current events right now, this is a weird story. And it's kind of a tragic story because, of course, Puerto Rico was just hit really, really hard a month ago mm-hmm. by Hurricane Maria. And Xavier's writing to us because he still doesn't really have internet. And if you've watched any of the news or description, there's a lot of services in reality. And real life hasn't even come back to Puerto Rico yet. It's hit so hard.
0: This was a massive tragedy, huge, for sure. huge catastrophe. Well,
1: just infrastructure-wise, it's been mostly decimated. That's what's yeah. been so hard. Yeah, it's been tough to read about, to be honest. For sure, for sure. So what's weird about this in relation to our show. You go, how do you connect the two? Here's how you connect the two. Xavier, the night before the storm hit, thought, I should download a bunch (laughs) of stuff. So in case we don't have internet for a little bit of time, he didn't think it was going to be a month plus, I should have something. So he downloaded a bunch of our old podcasts. And then he's been out of reception for so long, it's been one of the only things he's had for entertainment to pass the time has been our two idiot voices. That's where – that. I mean, Xavier, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that we can – Floored by this information. Yeah. Honestly. I'm glad that we can be any kind of bright spot in this situation, but thank you. Now, I, yes, honestly, absolutely. we're making fun. But, Xavier, I, I hope you and your family are safe and you'll get back to full services soon. That whole situation, I can't even fathom. But this has gotten you a little bit addicted to our podcast, so you've written in because your wife needs a new SUV. You guys are shopping as you put everything back together, so that's where we start. You know, I could
0: see it from the standpoint of just forget about everything that's happening. It's a bit of an escape. For sure. For sure. And this is what he loves. He loves mm-hmm. cars and he actually does have a genuine need for mm-hmm. his wife who's a nurse. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I could see that. I mean, this well, is, it, I, I hope you guys use us as an escape from everything. Mm-hmm. And commuting and chores and I, I don't know, honey. i What are you talking about? I'm listening to the guys.
1: Well, but that's, you and I have talked about this before. It
0: feeds the escape part. Yeah. Let's go think about other fun, cool mm-hmm. stuff. Where do you want we've, to be?
1: You and I have talked about this privately, and we've mentioned it a couple times in the podcast, and I do want to touch on it here real quick. And Xavier, I'm glad this has been helpful to you. Look, Paul and I read just as much news as you guys do. Oh, yeah. We're aware yeah, of yeah. all the stuff going on in the world. And sometimes you may be listening to the podcast and going, why aren't they mentioning? Because we've purposely chosen not to. Mm-hmm. There's so much discussion of whatever the news tragedy thing is all the time we see it too we hear it too it's out there we're not ignoring it because we don't think it exists but we're hoping that this podcast is just a little island where none of that stuff relates so that we can just talk about this fun thing we like which is cars well that and the fact that you know you guys have listened to our
0: podcast starting with episode one Mm, and if we're dating the podcast with particular timelines of events in history, whether it be you know, who knows, politics or weather, mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. that is, we've all got our opinions, but you and I want to escape too, and we'd just rather shop sure. for cars and go driving. <laughs>
1: as, as is evidence so it's, just it's today. It's
0: kind of a cathartic outlet for you and I absolutely, too, just to come yeah. into this. You know what? You're listening to this three years from now, mm-hmm. and it's just about cars, and that's really what we wanted to make it yeah, about. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good and point. not use it as a platform for whatever. Yeah. yeah There's yeah. plenty of those kinds of podcasts. For sure. If for you want sure.
1: them, you can go find them. Well, and you and I don't agree enough on plenty of <laughs> things. <laughs> and we keep it nice but let's not head off into things that end up being acerbic anyway so that's that's all <laughs> right, bad right. so anyway so back to this situation in Puerto Rico 27 year old tattoo artist Two dachshunds is my favorite part of this story because here come with cool. two dogs. But your wife needs a new car. You actually are a car guy. You have a BMW 435i with the M package. You've already done some tuning to it. Again, for those of you that may not realize this, Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. and they can get all the U.S. cars. Now, there's a little bit of an extra charge, five to ten grand. He's telling us depending upon what. Yeah, but just pretty much if you island. can get it here, you can get it there. So we are talking about a similar car culture, if you will. You have that with a bunch of stuff done to it. You have a daily 2004 Mazda pickup. This is the B2300 with a manual. You've talked about lots of other people have got bigger pickups. You love that one. You just say it's fun for you. You've had a lot of cars you've owned, but this is shopping for your wife, whose Toyota RAV4 is getting a little high mileage. It may be time. I've thought about, you know, cars that nurses drive,
0: you know, okay. in in uh in keeping with questions that have been asked about stereotypes and all that kind of stuff. What do firefighters drive and you know, all these kinds <laughs> sure, of stuff. Sure, but sure. you know what? You can drive anything you want. Absolutely. And I love that you're shopping for her. I'm wondering, is this going to be a Christmas gift? Are you going to surprise her? Because we know where to get big red bows, just in case. <laughs> yeah, The big red you bow need aisle. something like yeah. that.
1: <laughs> that, that that's, it's, it's nicely labeled with a big red bow. It's perfect.
0: Hope there's not an upcharge on those two. Anyway. There will be, yeah. There's previous cars list here that is really varied, including an Isuzu Rodeo 1992 Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's still running fine with more than 200,000 miles. So guess what? Your Mini has hope. Yes, you're right. I still think it's the million mile mini. Just rolls right off the trunk. Fright, fr-
1: <laughs> fi- frightening, frightening to think about especially the idea that you keep bringing up of that needs to be my son's first car I in ten think years. It I be. think that's that's what horrifies me. Coolest but anyway, kid on the block, maybe, maybe, but uh, if all of his friends are, think driving is terrible, then he won't be the coolest kid on the block. Right.
0: But, just calling him. So right.
1: we have this Rav Four with uh, over ninety thousand miles, and he's just he's realizing, okay. Where this car is, it could keep running, but he wants to get her into something newer.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he's saying not boring because he's going to drive it on the weekends too. That's
1: key. It's That's not key. just for her. Mm-hmm. It's
0: still kind of for both of them. Thinking ahead yep. down the road, yep. planning for a family, but it's still a bit out, which mm-hmm. it sounds like. Yeah, still a bit out well, there. Well,
1: luckily we don't have a situation where you have to address two kids, two car seats right now. You have two dogs, which don't have car seats, so and there is tiny. that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All of that works. But she's kind of leaning SUV, you're leaning SUV. We're hoping to replace this Rev for you have mentioned the things you like. Your budget is 40 to 45,000. Now keep in mind we're talking about a 5,000 or so upcharge. So oh, we have yeah, to think, easily. you know, 5 to 10 lower in our terms as to what we think is viable. But you've actually brought up some things. You said you're looking at uh, I don't know, You've got a Toyota 4Runner on here that you really like, maybe a BMW X3. You looked at the X1, but you're wondering about that as being maybe too small, which was, that was g- good guiding information for me because I thought, all right, something like the Mazda CX-3, probably also out.
0: Probably So the too really small, small yeah. even
1: the, the GLA, which we like, probably out. Those, those little glorified hatchback, tiny SUVs are pro- maybe not, but probably out. What you're going to have to do, Xavier, is actually go drive some of these and see if they are. But you're thinking above that. So Toyota 4Runner, BMW X3, the Cayenne, the Tiguan. I think the Tiguan is on the edge of maybe being too as small, too. As far as size.
0: Yeah. yeah, possibly. Although I like that you're open. They're both open, it sounds like. But, I mean, it could be a fun afternoon just to go. You and Natalie taking taking a drive and, and uh, you know, going to a bunch of dealerships. And, and I like that you're thinking new, which is good. Probably thinking warranty, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I... I broke this down into kind of low, medium, high. Okay. Because we don't exactly know what kind of tax or upcharge is going to be on each of these vehicles. It, sure, it varies sure, sure. wildly. And and again, as you said, five to ten. We're just not sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I again I don't know, don't have much experience with this. I'm kinda of guessing the European brands might be a little bit more. So I did not suggest any German cars whatsoever. Look at you. Okay. I really thought about reliability and there's one that I really want you to check out it's so new on the website it does not have have a price mm. i built it and it still wouldn't give me a price it really says, all right okay. consult your local dealer and you know take in the build sheet good good blah, okay blah, blah. all right all right but i think because of the car it's still going to meet your price point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i will start there but just i have to bring up the koreans and kia and my love for them and actually the new sportage has caught my eye for something that's reasonable, reliable, good-looking, checks mm-hmm. the boxes. Sure, sure. I think this is a cool car. Okay. I didn't okay. like the prior generations. As a matter of fact, the first gen, I mean, Kia has come a long way, as you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, And again, I, I come to it from a, this thing's just going to run. You mm-hmm. can beat mm-hmm. on it. It's just going to be interesting and fun, I think, yeah. at yeah. a okay. lower end of the price okay. point. If you want to save a little bit of money, that's kind of where I started. Mm-hmm. Okay. You talked about the CX-3. But yes. the Mazda CX-5 is something we always bring up.
1: It's on my short
0: list, for sure. It's Yeah, I, I was wondering if it was on your list. We've always got to suggest this because mm-hmm. we're so impressed with Mazda. The new 2018 CX-5 is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It is. It's great. And all the concept stuff that I'm seeing from Mazda come down the pike is just, they're really becoming wizards with sheet metal. They're doing great work. I'm loving. Their design
1: language right now is really pretty on everything they put it on, which is quite impressive.
0: I mean, isn't that the whole reason that we own cars and that we buy cars? I want to come out in the morning and go, I really like how this looks. I want to be seen in that. By the way, it drives good. I can afford it. On and on and on. But yeah, the Mazdas are just doing such an amazing job as far as design and their their corporate look. Mm -hmm, It's so mm -hmm. clean and a lot of elegant stuff going on with Mazda. I see that. I see that. It's almost to the point where it belies the brand. It's, their language is far above where their brand is positioned in the market.
1: I think that's true. I, I, think, I think they've done a really good job on value for money yeah. as far as how elegant their cars look and how nice the interior and interior feel are. I think they, we were talking about it on the last podcast. I think Mazda, in general, is almost doing the closest work to Volkswagen as far as hiding the places where they went cheap on plastics. Yeah, good point. I think Volkswagen yep. leads the charge on that. I think they're they're decently out front. Clever but I feel little like, folks
0: trying to hide. Seriously, the, but I
1: think Mazda is close behind yeah. on just hiding. Here's where we save money on plastics because you're never going to see or touch this, but yet we still get it done. Yeah,
0: I just feel like their cars look more expensive than they are. I think it's fair. Just
1: the the entire language, and that's.
0: You know, roof lines that are flatter and straighter, and they they're a little bit elongated mm-hmm. on smaller platforms. Give it a look. There's all these mm-hmm. design mm-hmm. cues that you can do that will push that along. Whereas a sport wheel is usually five spokes, whereas mm. a luxurious wheel is twenty spokes, or you know, ten or nine or something like that. But a seven spoke, kind of balancing the line between something sporty, okay, and something luxurious, okay. So all these kinds of things are designers think about when they're mm, trying mm. to design for a certain price point and then designing the optional 20 inch wheel. Well, maybe it has a little bit more spokes or maybe it's designed in such a wow. way. Designers are thinking about this stuff to meet the price point. Okay. And there is language that matches what sure. looks like luxury. Sure, sure, to yeah. our eyes. Okay. Fair. But the car I want to land on here, this is the car I think you should consider because it is so interesting to me. Okay. It's the brand new Volvo XC40.
1: Mm,
0: okay. Just looking at this okay. on the website, All right. Super intrigued with the design language. Volvo is another company that is just doing stuff is that is out of their own league. They're kind of sure punching above their weight. Yeah, they're elevating to use themselves. Term, I agree with that. Yeah, they're just yeah such elegance and style, and yet, huh? I could afford that, mm, mm. and it's a European brand, but it's just so it's got all the that feel. The seats are unbelievably amazing. Very good. Very good. We love all those for that. And uh, the interiors are gorgeous, all that kind of stuff. And so it feels like you're getting something more than you paid for, Mm, mm. which is always something to consider. And I think you just really enjoy driving it. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at the Momentum or R-Design. Those are the two flavors offered. And again, you're not able to price those out on the website, but I'm wondering if you'll be getting those soon in Puerto Rico. Go check those out. Give them a drive. Give them a consideration because with the Germans – you know, we can always run to all kinds of stuff. Sure. There's, there's a myriad okay. of choices. Yeah, yeah, But I'm just wondering from maintenance and then upfront taxes, is it going to be really worth it? I don't know. I mean, you don't have to stick with BMW just because you have the 4 Series. Well, it and I would say cool. branch out anyway,
1: but yeah. You know, it could yeah, look yeah. cool,
0: but I'm just all about the new Volvo styling. I really am. They're just doing such an amazing job. Jaguar, Mazda, Volvo – all these companies are mm-hmm. doing such amazing stuff, so that's where I landed. XC40, okay, brand new, okay. and again, unknown when it you know reaches your shores and sure, reaches sure. dealerships and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just I'm intrigued by this choice. I like it's that such a such an alternative to it's, all the and usual stuff. It's a, a
1: forward thinking choice too. You're going this you know? is coming, and I like it. That's yeah. good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like so those lot. three, low, medium, high. That's where okay. I landed. All right. Well, I had a couple in the new category, and then a couple in the consider this. It's a little oddball, but consider this for used. So in in the new category, you, you said you like the Forerunner. I like the Forerunner for you too. I think the Forerunner is a good option. Mm-hmm. If you're going to drive the Forerunner, though, I'm going to say drive the Land Cruiser while you're at it. Mm. So you need to just con- compare and contrast those for sure. Yeah,
0: a little bit that, bigger size, form factor too. Yeah,
1: but but both but both of those, you know, we're, we're dealing with we're dealing with how big an SUV do you want is kind of the question that comes up. Yeah, right, right. You know, and then I thought about the fact we have a friend here who has. This I'm going to use real quick. The big Lexus SUV, the big LX, mm, yeah, prior right. to the current gen. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a genuinely big and also genuinely nice SUV. Mm. But used, you can find deals on them. I mean, he got it for like half of its original msrp and it wasn't very old and it didn't have high miles so that makes me go how luxurious do you want to go now this is not a fun to drive discussion but it is a discussion about a really nice well-appointed and will just run suv it's true look at the lexus lx now this is prior gen to current gen i'm not a huge fan of the current gen styling but let's be honest you have the land cruiser which is the non-lexus version and the lx which is the lexus version so look at both of those while you're shopping right you said Mazda CX-5. I think that's a must-drive. that's a, must drive. But the one a that, great car. The one that didn't get mentioned here is the Honda, hmm. the CR-V. Okay. I mean, at least drive that if you're driving the CX-5. I mean, I, I think the CX-5 is more interesting, but that Honda is just going to run, and they do great things with space. Mm-hmm. This is where Honda shines. That's true. You're right. So the
0: space utilization is, is fantastic.
1: They're, they're pretty much the best at that, so yeah. do that. And then I have a wild card here that struck me when you talked about fun-to-drive. And you also talked about your wife's running—I mean, she's a nurse, so she's running 12-hour shifts, and then she's got to drive home. I I really think about tired driving in that regard. Mm, So I want it to be something that's safe, which I think a lot of these we're talking about are, especially if you go new— but, you know, that's actually a scourge in the film industry because people work 16, 18 hour d- days and are expected to drive home. And every now and then Phew, it's sad to say... Are kidding me? That long? They can be, yeah. Is it, it just because of film shoots? It's that just because of the way it works. Stuff happens times. and yeah. you never know how long it'll so go. So you have that. I mean, look, all the unions are there to set up massive overtime and golden hour and blah, 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 golden wow. time, all that kind of thing. But wow. you still might end up working a really long day and unfortunately it's happened just this calendar year. It's happened almost every year. Somebody dies driving home because they've worked too long. So awful. we need it's to get awful. safe cars in this discussion as well. Of course, in all discussions, but that 12 hours made me think about that. All of these I'm talking about are safe, but you also talked about wanting to have something fun to drive for you. And I thought of a wild card. Hmm. They just stopped making it this year. So that means you could get one possibly still on a lot new, but probably get a good deal on it. Infinity. The QX70 used to be the FX70. That is the rear wheel drive long nosed one built on the same chassis as the 370Z. Right, right. That, that doesn't a, always come to mind. It doesn't. It gets forgotten, but it is kind of a hiding enthusiast SUV. I mean, they were they were when when they first huh. launched it as the FX. Infiniti was way out front in a weird place of nobody was really making SUVs in that category, and now everybody is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that Infiniti now has dropped that car while everyone else is now making a lot of them. But it was it's a rear wheel drive car. That's what I find so interesting. It's a rear-wheel drive car chassis that's become an SUV. You can get an all-wheel drive if you want. Mm -hmm. They're they're pretty cool looking. They've got that 370Z motor. That's my wild card, but I like it for you a lot because it's going to have all the appointments and it's going to run like a good, nice SUV like the rest of these we're talking about. But I also think when you're driving it, Xavier, you're going to like it. So that's my wild card, and I'll stop there. Just from a driving enthusiast standpoint? Because of the, the, cause he's talked about a Cayenne. And look, I like the Cayenne. Uh, obviously, I own a Cayenne, but I, I wanted to stay all like you did. I wanted to stay away from the German brands, and I wanted mm-hmm. to stay in something that I figured would just be a little more affordable and just run. Mm -hmm. Now, look, my Cayenne just runs. I don't think it's off the table here, but I just didn't go there automatically. And that made me think of this QX70 as it's in that category. Where do you find your rear-wheel drive biased SUV? It's hard now. Yeah, it's almost not made.
0: It's either front-wheel drive biased or just all-wheel drive or that's it.
1: So here's one. It's a rare breed. You know, I mean, the Cayenne is 60% rear. Okay, that's an example. But it's just not a common reality. But here's this Infinity kind of hiding in the lineup, and there it is. Xavier, I
0: really hope this helps. We both do, and uh, it's so funny because whenever I start car debates and I go shopping and I go doing research, I always start at extremes. So I thought of a 1980 Volkswagen thing... And then I thought, mm, no, maybe a little bit rough around the edges. I have never,
1: I have never <laughs> thought of a Volkswagen thing. Remember those thing. things? I know exactly what they are, <laughs> but I have never, ever thought for any car to be ever, you know what might work here is a Volkswagen fit. I got to start
0: there and then, you know, way out here, like the Nismo Juke GTR with the 600 uh, horsepower GTR where heart you, transplant. You can't,
1: you can't work on it because half of the engine is below the firewall. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I
0: think... Okay, now that we've got, you know, both those out of the way, we can <laughs> really the book concentrate.
1: Ends. Now let's stack the shelf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's how my brain works. Anyway, hopefully that helps. Write to us with your own car debate at everydaydrivertv at gmail.com. Or you can find us, go straight to the website, everydaydriver.com, and you yeah. can reach us there. Send us your debate with, you know, a story, you play hockey, or you have dogs, or Something, whatever's going on in your life that dominates your thinking.
1: Please please include a budget. That's one key. Budgets thing. are helpful. Cars you're looking at <laughs> is also helpful. I'm gonna also I'm gonna give a new thing. Besides the two scroll rule. Oh yes. I'm gonna have a new thing okay. that is that is a scourge because of cell phones. Ah. And that is walls of text with absolutely no paragraph breaks. Right. That is really difficult to read. I I just I I when you open up an email and I realize if you're writing on your phone this can be hard. You need to give like the guidelines. When you open up an email and it is three scrolls worth of wall to wall letters, it literally is like coming up against a visual wall. I know I'm being geeky here, but rough. But all the way back to screenwriting, honestly, there's, there's a thing in screenwriting where you pretty much it's not a rule, but most people adhere to it. Paragraphs are never more than about three or four sentences. Okay, even if it's an ongoing thought, because readers are going through, screenwriting readers are going through so many scripts that what you want to do is make it reader-friendly. Just chunks, bite-sized chunks. And wall of, of text is a page where you just as a reader go, oh, man. <laughs> and I've actually talked to readers who are just like, when I hit that script, it's instantly in a non-recommend
0: because wow. I just,
1: I just, I can't be bothered. And also because going off the rabbit trail of Hollywood, a lot of executives don't actually read scripts. And so when they get that, they won't read it. I've met many executives who only ever read dialogue. It's like, how do you know what's going on in the movie? Well, I just read the dialogue. But I, it, uh, it's an action <laughs> but, movie. But, but. <laughs> Whole scenes go by and nobody says anything. Did you just flip through those pages? But if it's wall of text, you do. So then, anyway, there's my other thing. Pa- uh, paragraph breaks are your friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So c- the guidelines continue. Thank you guys for writing. Give us a very
1: quick break and we'll be right back. Let's talk about our friends at TrueCar real quick. When you're looking to buy a car, you want to make sure you're getting a price on an actual vehicle. It's not like theoretical. You want a car that's actually sitting on a lot somewhere. Unfortunately, that's not always the case. You can wind up configuring a car online only to find out, yeah, that one you wanted, we don't have that. But with TrueCar, you get real pricing on actual inventory. Now, this is not pricing offered by
0: TrueCar, but pricing from an actual dealer. And not just any dealer, but a True car certified dealer. Which is a carefully curated network of dealers committed to transparency and offering you a competitive
1: market price. So, using TrueCar, you can easily find the car you want. You can see what other people in your area paid for that car. That's a nice comparison thing to see. There are over 13,000 TrueCar certified dealers nationwide, and the average TrueCar user saves $3,000 off MSRP. So, when you're ready to buy, visit TrueCar to enjoy a
0: more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states.
1: Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you will certainly send any text about your supervisor to your supervisor. What's with Janet's fangs? Did she lose a bet with a weed whacker? (laughs) LOL. And sent. Wait, no, 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 no. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. Janet,
0: I think my phone was hacked or something.
1: GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We're jumping in for a second debate from, from Devin, whose wife's SUV blew the engine. Oh the gosh, 07 so Vomit awful. Brown
1: Chevy Equinox. Was that an actual factory color? I'd like mine in
0: Vomit Brown, please. The color and trim people are much savvier than this. They are. They are. They're hired professionals with taste and they, they follow are, fashion trims and pantone know, color choices and the latest color stuff coming and then down the they pipe. create
1: some ridiculous name for every color in the palette they can't yes. just call it brown it's
0: mocha chocolate uh-huh. yeah
1: it's, it's it, new new espresso
0: pixie dust
1: oh but that one's actually caramel espresso I like it's brown caramel espresso it's brown it's the anyway. stuff on
0: top of a good espresso Great.
1: it's the creamy yeah yeah that, anyway. that's that's actually that's actually almost worse than silver and gray <laughs> that's what that is
0: a car company should just go back to the regular silver gray black blue white red yellow <laughs> you would think you would think <laughs> can you imagine i'll i'll have it in green i guess yeah. <laughs> we're just going green right that's it. it says on your website yeah anyway well Devin, thank you so much for writing we're sorry her engine blew that stinks yeah it's no awful. fun And, uh, yeah, it's uh, apparently the last in a
1: series of issues this car has had. This is the good riddance moment. I hate to say it because (laughs) there's money out in this equation. But this is the— Yeah, that's the big issue. And we're done. It's that final nail in the coffin. This car goes shuffling off. So now there's a new car that needs to be in the discussion for your wife. You guys are thinking you're a couple years out from having kids. So your wife's going, okay, one last fun car. Now, I'm going to say— because we're going to say <laughs> yeah this should never stop the fun car should never really stop our our hope is that whatever car you're in is meeting all your needs and is still genuinely fun to drive if it's just if it's if it's just a scourge i have to drive this we feel sorry for you that's why we're here so hopefully it's not the last fun car it's not a but,
0: scourge but oh I, you got a dog oh you have to drive an h1 hummer because exactly. they're dog proof and you can't
1: drive anything else exactly and here's the no. thing my wife and i are guilty because we bought an Acadia right before we had our son. We had our son and a dog. I mean, it was we a bit an planned. You kind of knew we, we, Look, I researched a lot. It was me. I researched a lot. We drove a lot of things. I said, this is what we should get. We got it. It worked. And then somewhere, not only a couple of years in, my wife realized she didn't really like the car, but we also realized we don't need anything this big. Mm-hmm. As soon as we realized we weren't having any more kids, it was like, why do we have an, an eight-seat vehicle? Who's coming with us? And, of course, the times that either set of in-laws arrived. Yeah, I was going to say, that's but about the only time you used it. But, but otherwise, it was whatever. like, why do we have this monster vehicle? Tell you them know, to take the rental. Just, I, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we'll anyway. We'll meet you there. Seriously, that starts to happen now. Yeah, now my, my parents will arrive, and we have Minnie and Lotus. What do you want to take? <laughs> Folding my parents into a Lotus is going to be a riot. Anyway, yeah. They haven't even seen that yet, have they? No, they haven't. Oh, this will be fun. Oh, and honestly, I don't even know that I've shared on the podcast that the Mini has the rear seat delete. Oh, yeah, which right. Which makes it practically my utility vehicle. You wouldn't believe how much stuff I can get in the back seat of a Mini or the back of a Mini. But So I actually own two two-seat cars.
0: This is funny. This is so great. My
1: wife's Cayenne is the only thing with more than two seats that we own. Anyway. Both British. Yeah,
0: I love this. Anyway, back to Devin's debate here. He's got a couple of paths here, but the big twist for Devin is he's got a lift in his garage. Mm-hmm. Which means he has the proclivity to work on cars and change clutches in an afternoon. Yep. Which is pretty cool. So that means we could possibly recommend things to fit his budget that he might be more prone to working on and doing I see that. maintenance himself. I see that, yeah. That might be a little bit more maintenance mm-hmm. uh, needy, we'll say. Yeah, maintenance prone.
1: That's like a good way to put it, yep.
0: Mini Coopers, maybe. We'll see. Yep. Uh, but, you know, he doesn't want a money pit either. So he's trying to spend less time under the car that he gets and more time building his track car, which is pretty cool. I got to admit.
1: <laughs> the um, lift is for got, the track car. He doesn't want to actually have anything else on that lift. He wants to have be. That's my track car fun fun tool. Lift jealousy
0: over here. Yeah, we t-shirt. definitely have lift it for sure. Yeah.
1: All right. So these two paths
0: are, number one, buy the CRV that they'll need, that she'll need when kid number one comes along and just suck it up now, absorb the payments, (laughs) you know, just relegate yourself to the corner or buy her something fun that will make it through kid kid number one, Mm -hmm. maybe not kid number two, Mm -hmm. and go ahead and bank 500 bucks a month that he sets aside each month for her car payment. Yeah.
1: So they can almost pay cash for something in a little while. Right,
0: cash for car number two or to replace this car. So it's really either buy the the CRV, which is... We're having kids. I guess we're getting a Sierra and a dog goldfish well, but they and... already
1: have two dogs that's the, well, that's yeah, the other choice there's two dogs in this equation already so that there we they're can't go dogs. with two seaters. we're not got go, either yeah 50 pound plus dogs we've got an Australian shepherd and a golden retriever in the mix golden retrievers are just the happiest car riding dogs on the planet <laughs> I feel like every time I see a golden retriever it's sitting in the passenger seat like a person looking out the front I've I've passed so many owners <laughs> where dog and driver are doing the exact same facial expression that just zoned out commute look and they're both sitting there <laughs> the commuting seats. dogs so it's, it's It's absurd. I've seen that quite a bit. There's got to
0: be an Instagram channel of this. There there probably should be. Yeah, keep going. Dogs doing the commute with you. All right. So here's where the crux of everything happens. The Mm -hmm. meat of the debate, she knows how to drive stick and she likes it. Mm -hmm. He taught her to drive on his ES Miata. So he included pictures because, you know, he's a tall guy like we are, six foot three, long legs. I've decided that I'm sort of between you and Chance. Chance's, is, you know, legs up to his neck, your torso yeah. down to your knees, yeah. and I'm somewhere in between. You, you, you're so, m-
1: much more normal of, of the three of us. None of us really which is fit. Which is a low bar. Saying you're the most normal of the three of us <laughs> well, is not really much that's of an accomplishment. Because I'm, really? I'm really in the weirdness, but yeah.
0: All right, so he's, he's got this Miata, but she's not confident in her abilities with the stick. Mm-hmm. She likes nice sedans. And four seat cars, so Audi A4 Cabriolet, BMW four seat B3 convertibles. Cs. Yeah, yes, the convertibles have to be in the mix. I, yeah, I'm I'm wondering about this. Uh, he's asking what he's missing: mm-hmm. A4 Sedan, A4 Cabriolet, any variant like this. He'd prefer stick because his hatred of torque converters is the stuff of legend. Hadn't is heard this, this legend script?
1: yet, but now I know now is the movie now I know. itself yeah devin, devin apparently is a legend in that in that world so that's something we have to solve but i think the other key thing here is his budget because if he's going to save mm. for this car in a couple years that means the budget right now is around $8,000
0: yeah that's that's uh, tricky but there is some wiggle room did you see you know yes. not 5 grand worth of wiggle room but some yeah you yeah. know 4999 <laughs> and
1: 99 cents <laughs> that that says to me that we're under 10 grand for sure Mm-hmm. That that's yeah. what I read into well, that. He's, he's got a little bit of, you aren't, but yeah. I, I'm going to stay under Try 10 grand. I'm going to be that guy. Little.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what else? So right now they're, they're trying to figure out budgets and save and do all that kind of stuff. Keep the budget low. She can drive the Miata around town for now, but they mm-hmm. got to decide sooner rather than later. So I'm curious where you started, where you dove in, what you're thinking. Well, did you go cabriolet? Did you go convertible route for this?
1: I, I've actually got two answers. I've got the let me give you three sedans that I think are interesting to drive, that you can get manual or automatic depending on her preference. Actually, one of them is only manual, but you can get both. And then I have another variant, which is just if you really, if she really wants a convertible, here's three you could go for. Okay. So I've got three in each category, but I but I want to I want to do a little. Side jaunt here for a second. Side jaunt. I've had this conversation with my wife. Everyone I know that has had kids has had this conversation. You, you, you run up against people like Devin and his wife. And my wife and I, we were this way. It was like, we're going to have kids in this time frame. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Um, I, I don't mean that to be tacky. I don't mean that to be tacky, but kids are one of those things where it's just like we wanted to have a kid in three years and we had one this year. Oops. Or we wanted to have one in two years and we started in two years and we had lots of fun in practice, but we didn't actually get pregnant for a whole other year. Okay. The number of stories, I, 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 my wife and I actually do have a couple friend, and they are that couple friend. I we know all who have. You're them. Talking about. We have a couple friend who yeah. everything they try works out, and I swear to you, you, could have set a watch by when they when they got pregnant. Unbelievable. They were like, well, we're going to start trying because we expect it. Yep, we're pregnant like we just – unbelievable. No one else I know of all of our couple friends can say that. So there, you may be that couple that can do it exactly in your time frame. But my thinking is let's buy a car that she can really enjoy right now mm-hmm. and then worry about does it work for kids when the kids are on the way. Fair enough. That might be two years. It might okay. be four years. It might be nine months from now. You might be like, oops, surprise. <laughs> surprise. So let's worry about that then. Son, you were a mistake. No, 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 no. Never not, say not, that. not a mistake. Not a mistake. <laughs> just a surprise. There's a difference. You were early. There's a difference. There's a big difference. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> you arrived very, very early. Yes. You were not planned for in that moment, but we love you so much. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, yeah, I, it's awful. I, it's all in jest. It's awful, but anyway, so so that's what, where my thinking was. So let's either go with a cool sedan now or a cool convertible now, and worry about the kit equation later. Okay. So following up on sedans, we're talking ten grand. Hopefully, manual doesn't have to be Pontiac G eight. Okay. Fun to drive car. Okay. You can get them options at this price point. Manual, stick shift, I mean, stick shift, manual, or or automatic, what do you like? Good size sedan. That can be a genuinely fun car. It's a big car, but genuinely fun car. So that's on there. Mazda Speed 6. Good. Now, manual only, Good. You'll have options at this budget. You'll have options. 05, 06, right? The Mazda yeah, Speed uh, 6. Yeah, the Mazda Speed 6, it was 05, 06, or 06, 07. I'm drawing a blank right now on which of those is right. But it's that, it's that range. But that's the thing. That car is just fun. Now, there were some heat soak issues with the engine. There's some kind of known problems to defend for when you're shopping, check forums. But those are really fun cars, and they're forgotten cars. So Mazda Speed 6, very cool, all-wheel drive. They come out in the winter here in Salt Lake. I feel like I never see them all summer, and then all winter I see multiple, and they're always hooning through the snow. They mm. just, they're immune to weather, yeah, which is really yeah. cool. So Mazda Speed 6. And then, you know, another one we forget a lot but is really cool, the first-gen Lexus IS300.
0: Oh, yeah. Those are easily within that budget.
1: Inline 6, rear-wheel drive, those cool clock gauges. Yeah, I actually kind of like this. I think the styling has aged really well on those.
0: They're pretty cool. And the shifter, gated shifter, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I don't remember, but I know you can get it manual or auto. That's a that's a kind of a hidden enthusiast car in the early Lexus lineup. So that early Lexus IS300, I think, is a very cool option here for this money. And that car's probably just going to run. So those are my three sedans.
0: Okay. I like that. I've decided I'm to this point in um, many things. You know when you're talking to somebody and you think, okay, that stat or fact or whatever that is, or does this car have that option, or and you don't really remember, and the phone in your hand could tell you in about three seconds, I'm at the point now where it's just more fun to guess... I'm fine with it. I could look it up in a heartbeat and get the exact information. But you know what? It's more fun to just kind of sit there and speculate. And like, yeah, what do you think? The internet's could tell us in
1: half a heartbeat here. And people listening are looking it up on their phone while they're I'm listening sure, right now. But
0: I'm kind of to the point where it's actually a little bit more fun to just, you know what? Maybe.
1: <laughs> I think I, I don't know. That. Moving on. Remember the days when you actually <laughs> sat in a bar and you had a conversation? A whole debate could happen because exactly. neither of you knew the answer or any way to get it until you checked later. Those days are gone, my friends. Pretend like yeah. it's Ninety-five. you have to talk to each other. It's frightening. It's frightening. So then I thought, all right, now if we have to go convertible, what happens is when people say four-seat convertibles – it's a bit of a problem because most of the convertibles are not genuinely four seats. And you wind up with something like an Audi A4 convertible because it's one of the only options. Right. This is why right. the, the Camry Solara existed, okay? Oh, but, but, oh you know, I blocked that car out of my mind. But it exists. I'm sorry if but you're it in exists. a Solara driving right now. Okay. You know, but, but honestly, this is, this is why we, we can't have nice things. We wind up with the Nissan Murano. <laughs>
0: so do PT Cruiser convertibles. This
1: is why we wind up because people wanted to have genuine Jack. four seats in convertibles. I I'm saw going, another one the other day and I just oh. about hit something you should have hit it. Anyway, moving on. So but then so my car would have been. Damaged. That's true. That, that that nobody wins. You're right. That's a good point. Nobody Your wins. car gets uglier and that one didn't get better. That's a, that's exactly. a that's a bad day. You're right. And then I have to pay money. So then I thought this. Okay. Now both Devin and his wife are fairly tall. I mean, she's 5'10", he's over 6 feet. But dogs don't need rear seat legroom. True, and neither do infants. Uh-oh. So if we're talking about a car for the short term and the immediate term, here's the thing. I'm thinking two plus two convertibles because now you have genuine options mm-hmm. and a lot more interesting cars. Chrysler Sebring? No, I didn't go there. Oh. So I have three. I'm going to list. Okay. And I was trying to think of things that could be genuinely fun to drive, but have more than two seats and are worthwhile convertibles. Meaning you kind of you know that car comes in a convertible. It's fun to drive. Let's go get that. Mm. One of them, since you are a guy that likes to wrench, you could look into E46 M3 convertibles. The convertibles are much cheaper than the sedans. They're not as dynamic. Can you get them for good. ten grand? I wouldn't be surprised. The last time I looked, they're down around there. I mean, nice ones are under twenty. For sure. 20. Oh, for Real sure. Real nice ones, yeah. low miles. But the convertibles are running much, much cheaper than the sedans mm-hmm. because they aren't as dynamically good. But You got a convertible, and you got an E46 M3 out of it. It's kind of cool. You can put it on the lift and fix anything that's wrong. That's got to be on the list. I also thought Fiat 500 convertible. You could get a BART convertible. Oh, wow. Now, this is no track car, but that's not the point. You're going to need a ramp for dogs. But But that's not the point. You don't have to. So Fiat 500, a BART comes in convertible. That's interesting. So look into that. And those those have dropped like stones. So that's yeah. an option. And then another one, Mini Cooper convertible. Thank you very much. That's and I, where th- I was going to start. This is my start. list. I've got those three. Those three sedans, those three convertibles. Hopefully something there works. But where are you?
0: You know, I thought about convertibles, and the usual suspects are Camaro, Mustang, the 3 Series, the A4s of the world, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff that we've talked about Yes, those could work. Yes, there's going to be mildly interesting and fun. I just don't see your wife doing the Mustang convertible thing. Mm. Just mm. based on what you've written in, Devin, I just kind of don't really see sure. it. Sure. It's for some people. It's not for others. I'm just kind of thinking, all right, there's you know a little bit more focused cars. And so I did land at Mini Cooper, either hardtop or convertible. Okay. You could go there. I mean, I'm fine in 2013 Mini Cooper convertibles, not the S, but 44,000 miles for 2013 for eleven grand. Wait, what year? 2013 mini Cooper. That's much newer
1: than I would have expected. Beautiful,
0: okay. red. I'm looking at it right now. Gorgeous stuff here. And so I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> the painted-on back seats like you said, Aston Martins and Mercedes yeah. Yeah. SLs and all that kind of stuff. But for me, for what you're looking for, for what could work, I'm really kind of sticking on the Mini. I really like that okay. because you can wrench on it. You can throw it on the lift, work on it as needed. Mm-hmm. But instead of sedans going away from the convertibles for a moment, I'm looking at hatches because I mm. was thinking about the big dogs. Sure. Running sure. up, jumping into the back of the hatch. Hey, we're gone. Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah. And so some of these hatches can drive like sedans. For sure. Like an 07 or
1: 08 Audi A3. hmm, Okay.
0: They're right. a four-door. Sure. They're hatch-ish. Sure. They are 4 door they are
1: hatch ish they are hatch ish Yes. Another F- one of our terms. Feels yes. sedan-ish. Yes.
0: Seven to eight grand for those. True. How True. about a 2014 Ford Fiesta ST with 39,000 miles for 11.9? dollars in molten orange? Ooh.
1: I like the color. Of course what I do. What do you think? Of course I do. I mean. I like all the safety orange and yellow colors. <laughs> I want people to see me. This is what I've realized. I, if I, I could put reflector strips down the side, I might. No, I wouldn't. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> So I'm thinking about that. Fiesta STs, I mean, the
0: dogs can just beat on it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just fun. You're going to giggle in
1: that car. For sure, yeah.
0: And then I landed, for the last car here, 09 Volkswagen GTI, 63,000 miles for 11.3. Hmm. It's like... Just past the 60,000. Yeah. But we've got yeah. Devin and his lift. We do. His magical lift.
1: You're right. And his box of tools. We'd all, we'd all like a lift. I take that point. That's yeah, why okay. I went there. With, so you're you're over 10 grand, but you're finding good options, though. It's just kind of different, yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: and yeah. I was thinking with the hatchish stuff, I was thinking more about the dogs. I see that. And any yeah. else. Yeah. Just ease of entry and exit because they're big dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, either have to open the door, pull the seat back, or they're going to be jumping over the paint. You know their rear paws maybe, are going to be scratching maybe. the side of the car, trying to get
1: up, and you're going to be pushing how, them on up over the side. How and, good is a dog's day when they don't even have to put their head out the window? Though they're in the back seat of a convertible, <laughs> going everything's great right now. I can smell everything. Sometimes I want yeah. to be
0: that dog. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So Devin hopes that hope this is helpful. I, I'm you know we're kind of all over the map, but that's what we do. We have different yeah. you know discussions and different options like Volkswagen things and Myers Manxes and. Weird stuff. You were
1: going to put them in a Myers Manx, weren't you? I love it. I was thinking the about Myers it. Manx and the Volkswagen thing. There you go. Thanks for writing in, Devin. Hey, yeah, you welcome to you Sandrail. Hope hope your wife likes that. Anyway, it's got a we're Viper engine a, in the back. We're going to get you a KTM Expo, and you're going to call <laughs> that a garage. I have my thing and my Expo. Those cars work for everything. The quirkiest garage on the planet. Yeah, exactly. And a Viper powered anything. Prius. <laughs> Prius. Sandrail. Prius is the key thing. Yeah, you, name you have it. to have. It's like the old Clio. You have to have the Prius. <laughs> You have to have, ideally, I don't know why, but it has to be a second-gen Prius. I don't know why I'm saying that, but it has to be a second-gen Prius. I just feel like that's the one I've always envisioned this in. <laughs> and behind the the front two seats, it's just Viper engine. And now it's rear-wheel drive. And it still has the clean perfect. energy things so you can drive in the HOV lane. Perfect.
0: That's and my drum perfect. drum brakes in the rear?
1: That's my perfect build car right there. Drum brakes and a parachute.
0: No, if you but need but to it's, slow down, just but pull here's the, the, the shoot. Thing,
1: But here's the thing. If you're doing it, though, I would actually upgrade brakes and tires so that you could be also the the, the, the car that surprises everybody. <laughs> you know, but, but, but my favorite thing about that is the ridiculous V10 rumble and rear wheel drive oh, and burning ridiculous amounts of gas. Like you have to stop at every gas station, but you keep getting in the I'm a clean vehicle HOV lane in Los Angeles just <laughs> because you can. That's the part of this that works for me. Want to have fun with people at the DMV? Drive one of those up yeah. and try to get it registered. Exactly. What is that? Well, I'm not really sure. <laughs> let's let's see which VIN number you'd like to chase. Yeah.
0: Jumping into social media, guys, we've got a lot of questions here. Thank you so much for writing to us. There's all kinds of varied stuff that we've got. I'm jumping in with Facebook here. Richard Lindsay asks, how do you keep from getting too precious about a car to the point you don't enjoy it? Mm. Let other people drive it, Richard. That's an interesting answer from you. Let other people drive your car and then see how you feel. Hmm. Yeah, they're going to drive it differently. They might do something you don't like. Hopefully, it's not abuse. Hopefully, it's not damaging to the car. Maybe you've got your ground rules, but otherwise, let yeah. them enjoy it too, and you'll get a whole new reaction, and then you'll realize, oh, yeah, that's why I love my car.
1: I'm surprised by that answer from you, and I think
0: there's wisdom in that. That's cool. It's weird. It's not something that I'm always able yeah. to take my own medicine. That's true. It's hard for you. Freely. It's hard for you, yeah. very hard problem doing this, but... Mm-hmm to keep it from just getting too precious after all it is a car mm-hmm. d- despite the price point yeah 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 but if it's sitting in your garage and you don't drive it then what's the point
1: i i that i fully agree with i fully agree with if you're paying that monthly fee and that car sits there that's a tragedy yeah you're owning something that is meant to move, and it's just sitting still. And you're paying money for it anyway. That's this terrible. Is hard
0: for me to say. It's really it, I hard. I know
1: that in you for sure. For uh, sure, I struggle. Yeah, and, and, and I and I want to say that you just have to go. You have to remind yourself to go drive when the weather's not perfect. That's a good one. It's not just
0: the right temperature at the right time with the right errand exactly. and the right destination. Exactly, and and, and
1: and well, you know, it it might rain. Okay. Yeah. You mean the windshield wipers would have to operate? Exactly. Exactly right. I mean, look, I understand, okay, we're having a massive storm today. I don't want to take out my fill-in-the-blank here. Okay, I get that. I'll give you that. All right. right? But it might rain. Please drive your fun car. (laughs) If your fun car is a convertible, it still has a roof. Todd's the opposite. It might blizzard. Okay, we're going. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm a little weird, but but <laughs> yeah. I'm a lot weird. But 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 here's the thing, though. With the Lotus now, I do have to think about it more than some other cars I've owned. Sure. I mean, the FRS was just I don't care. Let's just take it. But well, the FRS at the yeah. same time had paint chips and stuff going on because of driving it all winter. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, not yeah. what I want to do to the Lotus. I'm thinking about the Lotus more now. Also, I'm thinking about the fact that you know can't take it through a car wash. You know, these are issues as well. Right. So you know Tires. that's. You know, getting these, out of the driveway these things go on so yeah so I won't be driving that in the in the snow for sure but well maybe for fun but not generally <laughs> I is my know point that's coming. not generally is There's my point it's gonna be a day but but it honestly I would just say that go go for a drive because you have the time not because you have the weather ah it's good. I think the I think the weather's okay today so go drive it oh look it's raining so drive slower okay i, mean, I just that's the thing don't don't be afraid to get it dirty and i would also say don't be so precious, you can't okay, no food, no water come on uh, look i, look, I mean, we've talked... I allow water at least you allow water that's true you're you're growing, but uh, here's the I thing. Am. we've talked about cheetos and kit Kats and things that please avoid at all costs, okay, but if somebody wants to eat an apple or a granola bar in your car, move on,
0: okay. I have found dimes in the twenty or the the twelve volt receptacle. I found a dime in there once when I bought a car oh. Going, what are you, handfuls of change everywhere? You're just <laughs> loose change all over the car. Really, you couldn't control that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyway. But those would be the two things I would say. Is I would say, I would say, don't be afraid to go get a meal in said car to pick. I mean, just run an errand. Yeah. in it. I know. I know you're horrified. Difficult to listen but I, to. But I would also say the key thing is drive it when you have the time, not when you have the weather. I like that. Just a lot. Just so you can. Oh, yeah. look, it got rained on. Okay, it's a car. Stuff happens. <laughs> you know
0: dirt can be cleaned for sure. Damage, I have another thing with, and abuse and damage. We drive them. Well, but but dirt I would can also, be cleaned,
1: I would say there's a difference between abuse and just road damage. Okay? Yeah. Don't go yeah. seeking out, you know, people that are going to be kicking stuff up. But also that just happens. It does. Okay? Part if you're driving, driving your nice car or you're driving your cheap car that you don't care about and something throws up a rock and hits your windshield, it's not because you drove your nice car today. It's because you happen to be driving. Right, right. Okay? You can't You can't connect the bad thing happened with the fact that you drove the good car. Get away from that thinking. Yeah, that's and very And drive true.
0: something fun. Very true. There was another question on Facebook from Johan Lee asking about last-minute queue jumpers at busy on-and-off ramps or freeway exits. So, you know, the people that, you know, when there's a long line of traffic Mm -hmm. and they go all the way up to right where you squeeze in, Yeah. do you let them in or do you not?
1: Uh, This is hard because, (laughs) I'll be honest, a lot of times I am that guy. I admit to doing it, too. my, My exit off the freeway is one of those exits that people get into inexplicably a mile beforehand. And I'm I'm always like, and don't get me wrong, I don't slip in right when the line changes and it's your lap. I don't do that. But here's the thing: I would say, I would say, I don't have a problem with it, and I because I've been on both sides of this equation, I don't have a problem with it. If the person that is going by the queue jumps in where there's a gap, right? If they the force to, effect, right? to, exactly, because that always happens. Yeah. it's not like everybody's bumper to Cars bumper. Stop, in
0: the, and then the accordion changes. So they can
1: go in, and they 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 are a good enough driver to find the opportunity. To use a gap and to put their car in it, I'm okay with it. If they go until it's a pinch point and now they are forcing other people to give them space, that's just tacky. And look, this is is. a blurred line, but that would be my, my answer on this.
0: I'll admit, not living in L.A. anymore has caused me to be more understanding, I guess. (laughs) even though I've done it in LA and I've just, I've done my best to be like, you know what? We can make room. There's room for everybody because I don't know what kind of day they're having.
1: That's a good point. So you know what?
0: Maybe they're in a hurry to get home to some emergency. And if I heard their story, I'd feel terrible for not letting them in. Mm -hmm. And so if they're cool about it, you know, give me a little wave like, Hey, thanks. Cool. You let me in. No problem. Yeah. Because I've done that, too. I've been in a hurry. Other times, I'll park myself at the back of the line. Be like, you know what? I'm going to take my lumps today. I'm going to play by the rules, mm-hmm. you know, the social rules of yeah. you know, everybody just creeps along, and then somebody comes in at the very last minute. You're like, you know what? Okay. But I, but right. I will say
1: this other thing that happens cool. with we as humans. This is where we humans are lemmings. Go to any amusement park, go to any movie theater, and find people that will randomly just get at the back of a line. They don't even realize. I meant to get in the line for the Harry Potter ride, and I'm actually accidentally in the line for the bathroom. I don't know that because I'm in proximity of where the back of the line Mm. should be, and I got in the line. We just do that as humans. And so that's another thing where people are getting over for the next two miles. I better get over now. You don't have to get over right now. want to be intelligent about this, but you don't want to be a jerk. And you're right. That wave makes a difference. Yeah. If you the, let somebody in and they wave They're far they're far nice you're far happier about it than yeah. if they don't.
0: Just give me an acknowledgement of mm-hmm. hey, I get it. Thank
1: you. And peace out. The person that doesn't let you in while suddenly has their spine fused, they aren't letting you in and they also refuse to look to the left or the right. <laughs> their spine <laughs> is fused. <laughs> they are only looking oh, at good. down their hood. I see you and we know we both know that i'm here i can see your eyes okay we both know that i'm here <laughs> that's that's not cool either oh there's
0: also a question from asian ed on here on instagram about what car company do you want a factory pickup service that doesn't have one today he's got another question that i want to ask or answer as well i don't know that there's too many car companies that don't have factory pickup these days mm. i don't know that i can think of too many to be honest i mean they're all want your money i I haven't investigated all the japanese and korean manufacturers but on the other hand why unless you're picking up say a nissan gtr or the forthcoming toyota supra or whatever that is car i mean all the european brands have them volvo does you name Mm -hmm. the german brand they've all got this already i mean i I don't know that, you know, more economical cars you're going to really want to do European or yes. Asian Yes, Japanese delivery on your Honda Fit.
1: I mean, I like the Fit, but I'm not really sure you're flying to Japan for I mean, factory delivery on be your Fit. pretty hot, but okay. You want to make an event out of it, so it has to be a car that that allows that. I mean, can you can you do this with honestly though? Could you do this with like a Miata? Could you do like a Japanese delivery on a Miata i I'm sure I haven't investigated cause, this Cuz you know they have all those all those drift uh, J- Japanese you know this is the origin of drifting roads outside of Tokyo Yeah So that would be cool to go to Japan and have factory delivery and drive the Miata in Japan for a while and then ship it That would totally be interesting awesome. I haven't heard of that that would be kind of cool I'm wondering if they do I'm I'm
0: sure it could be arranged Again it's just nothing but money right yeah, and My dad uh-huh. says yeah. All it takes is money. Yeah, frightening. Uh, there was another question from him as well. If you could subscribe to an auto detailing or cleaning service where they come and clean your car to CPO standards, would you? Everything is going to subscription these days. Yeah. But he's talking about car cleaning service. Now, there are local car wash guys that might have the van full of stuff and the cleaning solutions. The great local water. We know
1: a couple, and they're awesome. And they might come to you. Clayton does. Clayton but does. I'm kind of his work's awesome.
0: Does he come to you? Yes. Will he come to yes. wherever you are?
1: Well, you know, he's just now he's opening his store. This is Clayton. I'm giving him a shout out for Summit Auto Lab here in Park City. Yeah. Awesome, awesome work is done by Clayton. Uh, they do everything, wraps and cleaning, all kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he's opening up his his storefront, but up to this point, he's always been traveling. Yeah, true. Since he is, hasn't had a storefront. exactly, which is the thing. I mean, he'll come to your to your uh, place. The thing I, I would answer here is if I could afford to do that, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, the other it's thing. It's a money question. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I'm not I'm genuinely not minding hand washing the Lotus. It's the first car I've had to, to where I've owned it, and I have to wash it by hand. Just from a time perspective, I like the idea of having my time back, even though i 'm enjoying washing the lotus myself. I know i 'm not doing as good a job as I could, but that 's just a time question. If I had the money to have somebody like Clayton show up and wash lotus every week let 's do that mm-hmm. but the reality is budgets and money that money needs to go elsewhere and so it does yeah it's not really a priority although i
0: do look forward to the day that drones will take care of that like 50 (laughs) drones show up in your driveway wash and then they dry and then they you know dry with the propellers somebody is is
1: setting that up right now
0: i'm telling you and then they do the buffing and the cleaning and then they just fly away (laughs) gone Best it's, use for drones. It's the
1: drone cloud car wash. That's what it is. The drone cloud <laughs> detail service. That is. That's a stroke of genius right there. Actually, you can drive
0: around. They all charge on a trailer, and you just drive through neighborhoods and like that pack of drone takes they, off. They for take that off address. like a swarm. And this pack of drones, and it just kind of knows where your car's at because uh-huh. of GPS. Yeah, it'll I see come that. to you. Maybe they could wash your car while you're driving.
1: Now, you're now, moving it like seventy, that's a, and that's the drones a bri- go. That's a bridge too far. That's a bridge too far. But but I but I like it prior to that, except for the fact that you as the uh, as the originator of the drone cloud car wash would have to have a massive insurance policy for the one day that they all go haywire and go banging into the paint all the little all the little blades. Oh, but blades up until that happens whatever up until that happens this is a fantastic idea <laughs> stuff's gonna get done it's a bit flawed i admit but you know the core of the idea there's <laughs> something not, there it's not perfect but it could work <laughs> yeah i get that that's the idea you know
0: just raw ideas they can be refined like blue sky let's <laughs> throw it out there and then wrench it back to <laughs> desperately reality.
1: try to connect it to the earth <laughs> yes well matt wrote in on instagram and he asked okay He has a Mustang EcoBoost Premium. He's tuned it to 350 horsepower. He lives in North Texas, which is the land of straight roads. Yes. And he just happened to recently drive the MX-5 Club with a manual, Mm. and he fell in love. Beautiful. He's just He's kind of obsessed with the car now. And so his question is, okay, I have a Mustang, 350 horsepower, good in the straights. It's the car for where I live. And he's fallen in love with the Miata, which is desperately looking for tracks and back roads. Is he insane to want this car? And we're both to talk him out of it. And honestly, Matt, I can't talk you out of it. I can't do it because the thing that the Miata is doing that I think you're responding to is weight. Sure. That that sure. Mustang is the better part of a thousand pounds heavier than that Miata, and it's awesome i and I'm not against the Eagle awesome. watch our greatest hits piece from from YouTube or season one on Velocity. We're fans of the Mustang, the current Mustang yep. we like, yep, but that m x five is better part of a thousand pounds lighter. It's crazy to think it is it is it's like a twenty four hundred pound car, okay wow. I mean the only thing lighter is the lotus that you can actually buy, it's okay, true. which is insane, so I think i I'm giving you permission and I'm encouraging you to buy an m x five and have one for a while. Somewhere in your area, somebody probably does autocrosses in big parking lots. So then you can have the opportunity to actually chuck it around as it's intended. And then I think mm-hmm. for the driving you do daily, I think it would be a totally different experience for a while to have a car that is that small and that light because it just it infuses you into the driving experience so much that even when you're going straight and you're just taking an, off, an off-ramp, it's a different feel than other cars because of weight. So I'm yeah. going to encourage you, because as we've always said, you can get rid of a car you still like. You still like the EcoBoost? Okay, you can sell that. You have the the MX-5 for a year or two, and you go, this doesn't make any sense anymore. Okay, move on again. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because you have straight roads doesn't mean you can't enjoy that car or can't use it as intended. Oh, that's excellent. I really like that. All right, got to get a last one in
0: here somewhere. Uh, gosh. How about the manual transmission question for electric cars? des 7 I N. Seven, yeah. Asking on Instagram, (laughs) had to think that through there for a moment. He's asking, do you guys think that the manual transmission will die off prior to the extinction of gas engines in modern cars? Mm -hmm. This would clearly affect performance, but you know, manufacturers creating a simulated stick manual feeling with an electric powertrain. Mm. Will we see this coming? Difficult to say, but just think about all the pleasure involved with shifting associated with an engine note agreed Agreed. that's really the association imagine heel and towing in the downshift and you let the clutch out at the right time only to hear nothing yeah not as satisfying true so therefore i don't think that's ever going to be an issue because or or something that that would be offered because it's just kind of it's so um, pandering and so not necessary there's not even a reason for it yeah Maybe you could get into, you know, in the future, electric cars have two gears, you know, they shift to a higher top speed for the cruising, whatever that is, maybe. But for now, as you know, they're single speed transmissions. There's no reason for it. Well, I love the idea and I love the fact that, you know, maybe they could figure something out, but then there's no noise at the end.
1: You're merging technologies just for just for nostalgia. I'll give you a, a, a flawed analogy. If your digitally remastered music, you're imagine the best digital master of your favorite song ever, and then somebody adds the hiss and tick of a record on top of that. Mm. Now there's something if you're if you're an audiophile and you like vinyl, okay, I, I'm not really into it, but I kind of see why people do. There is something very organic and and kind of draws you in about that hiss and the tick of a record. Sure. I get it. Sure. But do you want to overlay that onto something that's coming to you digitally? No, you don't. Adding noise into a no, film no, or no, the- you, d- you no, you don't. Okay, so that's the thing about a manual transmission with an electric car. But to ask the other, answer the other part of your question though, I don't think that manuals go away completely, because I think automakers are going to continue to have an area of their lineup that is sold for people that want the non-pod experience. Mm, sure. As we've talked about it before, it's going to be like horse ownership. Yeah. Where yeah. you have a segment of the population that is still buying a car they can drive themselves, and some of that population will drive one with a manual, and it'll be a totally separate part of the market than the people that are buying Pods And the people that have these manual organic cars will probably also own a pod and they will use them differently. I don't think the manual goes away, but I also don't think it merges into the electric car pod pod reality whenever that comes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Unless we go really retro and make the race car drivers, like Formula E, we make them shift with a
1: clutch. To make them shift just for the heck just of it. For just, just to make it hard for you. Yeah, and <laughs> right. we're going to have fake engine noise just because the cars, <laughs> we're, we're sick of them sounding like vacuums. Yeah, exactly. there's that as well. It's ridiculous.
0: Exactly. Guys, massive thanks for all your questions. We we are sorry we can't get to everything, but we, we try. So it's... Uh, Thanks for the questions. We really appreciate it. Yeah, so for sure.
1: Much. Keep sending them. Of course, the car debates are the Everyday Driver TV at Gmail address or through the website. These questions are for anything else, anything other than a car debate. Somebody made a comment today where they were like, You never answered my question, so I stopped posting. And I thought, first off, what was your question? Because you took the time to post that we weren't answering it. There's so many that we're seeing. We're getting like mm-hmm. 50 to 60 questions a podcast now. So just sheer numbers, we're not going to get to it's all awesome. of them. It's awesome. And we had asked for it. So. And, and, which is great. And the yeah. thing is, the other thing you have to keep in mind here, a lot of times the questions that we're answering have been asked more than once. We are reading them all. So we welcome your questions and we'll keep asking for them. Thank you for sending them in. Have a great week. Make it a great day. And looking forward to next time, guys. Cheers. You could try to protect yourself with a bathroom full of plastic balls, or you could get liability coverage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Visit GEICO.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be.
0: I'm Rita Foley with an AP News Minute. Federal government worker Blake Murray in D.C. says he's pretty much had it with the
1: partial government shutdown. It's pretty demoralizing, um, you know, and I feel like...